Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Donald Trump tries an end run around Congress, but it's not entirely clear he can do so. We'll discuss that today, plus the latest in Joe Biden's search for a vice presidential running mate. And can you imagine President Trump being added to Mount Rushmore? Hi, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is The Daily DC. It was a grand show from President Trump over the weekend. This is the payment relief during the COVID-19 pandemic. And this is uh, deferral payroll tax obligations. So this is your payroll tax obligations, which we're going to end up terminating eventually, right? Signing four executive orders that actually, in the examination of what he's doing, don't necessarily add up to what he is selling these executive orders as. For instance, the enhanced unemployment benefits from the federal government, you know, that additional $600 a week that ran out just a couple of weeks ago and there's no deal in sight for any kind of continuation. Well, he's proposing by signing this executive order that he's going to give $400 additional dollars. But then, of course, in the fine print, you see, well, states are actually going to be responsible to foot the bill for 25% of that extension. Well, what about states that can't afford that at all because they're entirely cash-strapped right now? You see where it begins to fall apart and not everything adds up as the president sort of put it on display this weekend. What you have here is a president who's been unable to get a deal with Congress, with House Democrats, and in fact, even his own party in the Senate. Senate Republicans are totally divided over what kind of economic package to put together. So you have a president who, by the way, campaigned on being the dealmaker-in-chief, unable to get a deal, and instead wants to put on a show so it looks like he's addressing these issues, but it's not necessarily that. He also put together this order about a payroll tax deduction. Now, the way he's selling it is a sort of a deferment of payroll tax for anyone earning up to $104,000. This is precisely the issue that divides his own party and is now allowing the Democrats to attack Trump for trying to sell out Medicare and Social Security. So I don't think Donald Trump got exactly the kind of leadership moment he was looking for in rolling out these executive orders this weekend. And on the process itself, well, you know, there's a tweet for everything. November 2014, back then he was just citizen Trump. He said on Twitter, Repubs must not allow President Obama to subvert the Constitution of the U.S. for his own benefit and because he is unable to negotiate with Congress. You know, Senator Ben Sass, the Republican from Nebraska, called this a uh, constitutional slop is how he described what the president was proposing over the weekend. That got Trump's ire up. And he tweeted back this morning, Rhino, you know, Republican in name only, Ben Sass, who needed my support and endorsement in order to get the Republican nomination for Senate from Nebraska. Gone rogue again, Trump says. This foolishness plays right into the hands 
of the radical left Dems. So it looks like these executive orders may have not moved the ball in negotiations with the Democrats, if that was the goal, and further divided Republicans, including the Wall Street Journal editorial page, which basically admonishes Trump for going down this path that Republicans hammered Obama over time and again. And in its editorial over the weekend suggests that Trump is actually laying precedent here for a potential future down the road President Kamala Harris, who might take a similar approach, but on something like climate change. So conservatives actually quite worried that by utilizing this executive order process, President Trump is indeed setting a very bad precedent. Now, here's what else matters today. Vice President Biden has yet to indicate that he has made a decision. The announcement could come at any time, but all indications are that it is likely to be the latter half of this week rather than the first half of the week. Certainly, the Biden team is using this drumbeat time awaiting the name of his vice presidential pick to raise money with their big email list to grassroots donors to highlight an already planned grassroots fundraiser with Biden and whoever he ends up putting on the ticket with him, keep interest alive as more and more speculation swirls around this process. We did see the former vice president on his bicycle over the weekend, courtesy of Fox News, who caught up with him in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, where he has a summer home. And he jokingly said, yeah, he made a decision and suggested perhaps it was the reporter who was asking him about it. But what we don't have is any serious indication that a final decision has been made. What we do have is a list of finalists, and they are as they've been. Kamala Harris, Susan Rice, the former Obama national security advisor, Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan, was confirmed that she had an in-person meeting, and several others are still in the mix. But the pressure mounts on Joe Biden from many quarters in his party to pick an African-American woman. That is still one of the key things to watch as this week progresses. And finally today, the New York Times reported over the weekend that there actually was outreach by the White House to Republican Governor Kristi Noem of South Dakota about the process by which a president could be added to Mount Rushmore, that glorious monument to great presidents of the past. And the idea that the Trump White House is seeking how it might be possible to get Donald Trump's face up on Mount Rushmore, of course, was met with uh, scorn from the left. But even the president himself sought the need to call this fake news and smack back the reporting on this, despite the fact that he has mused aloud as recently as this weekend when asked about it, that it may not be a bad idea. That's it for today's Daily DC. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This podcast is a production of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is the executive producer and Haley Thomas is the senior news producer. Raj Makija is our technical lead. Our episodes are produced by Will Cadigan, Mimi Muteza, and Priscilla Alibi, and engineered by Francisco Monroy. David Toledo is the team's production assistant. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.